0: I see you and you see me Watch you blowing the line when you're making a scene
1: YOLO What? Yellow. Yeah, I think so YOLO Also YOLO You do only Live once Live once YOPO You only podcast once Oh no Yeah, this is our only show
0: Welcome to the first and last episode (laughs) of LMNOP This is it The LMNOP stands for You only podcast once
1: That stands for Look mom Noopy oopy poopy
0: Look, Mom, nobody old podcasts. <laughs> so if your mom wants to podcast, um
1: I hope she's twenty two.
0: <laughs> tell her to text tell us to tweet at us, sell them an OP cast about being a guest and we can
1: Yell at her for being too old. Uh,
0: yeah, you know? Teach her a lesson. But then also have her on because you know we have <laughs> Next episode we have Roy of the Roy, Roy of the Roy, who's going to be a guest. She's like forty. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, no, old people are great. I love them. She's not really forty. Yeah,
1: forty is wicked old too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. My grandma is forty. Damn. Yeah.
1: My grandma never made it past thirty nine. Oh. Yeah. Wait, is that actually real? She would always say that's her 39th birthday. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I was like, so,
0: when did your grandma... <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would always wish her a... My, my favorite was her 78th birthday, because it was her 39th, 39th birthday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's it. There's, um... You know the show The Nanny?
1: Uh, sorry, I think it would be 77, because 39 would be her first and... So anyway Yes the
0: nanny The nanny mm-hmm. So Fran Fine's always talking about how she's 29 mm-hmm. And she's like Always has to do the math in her head Like oh yeah I haven't seen them since uh, Since college High school Junior high
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, But she has this flash forward Of being um, her On her 93rd birthday Being like super duper old And she's like Ah 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 You got the candles wrong <laughs> And she like picks them up And turns them around So it's her 39th birthday <laughs> Uh. Anyway. What's happening? Are we podcasting?
1: We're here to talk about the number one show uh-huh. on television, mm-hmm. The Elementary. Nanny. Oh. <laughs> and we're nailing it. She
0: was working at a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens, till her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. Pop out. What was she to do? Where was she to go? She was out on her fanny. ba doo ba doo boop boop So over the bridge to Flushing, to the Sheffield store, she was there to sell makeup, for the father Armour. Or She had style, she had flair, she was there. That's how she became. banan And
1: Do-boop-boop-boop. In that song, Fanny means fun. Who
0: would have guessed? <laughs> Yes, in that song, Franny means butt.
1: But Sherlock Holmes he from was, Britain Land would think it means something different. He
0: would think it means front butt. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have guessed that the girl we described was just exactly what the doctor prescribed? Now the father finds a beguiling watch out, CC, and the kids are actually smiling, such swat of beef. She's a lady in red when everybody else is wearing tan. The flashy girl from Flushing, blah many named Frank. I'd love to
1: talk about something that I have any knowledge about.
0: I know, you didn't enjoy any any second of that, but I had to show off that I knew the whole song. Wow. wow.
1: I know the whole elementary song. I'm a marble, I'm, I'm a when marble, I'm rolling, I'm a marble. Da,
0: da, 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 da. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. That's the whole song. That's Sorry. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I told you, I know it. You don't have to show me up.
0: Sorry, I, I don't know. I was guessing. I don't actually know it. Hmm. So, um... Uh, <laughs> Elementary mm-hmm. The show that we talk about on LMNOP I'm your host, Val Flight Cub, a.k.a. the Dung Beetle of Crime
1: Oh <laughs> it
0: Makes sense Yeah,
1: does it? I saw the episode and I'm not sure <laughs> But, okay Shit beetle uh, And I'm your other host, Alec, a.k.a. Hello My name is Inigo Montoya You killed my sister Prepare to die <laughs>
0: Excellent. Amazing. So here we are, season one, episode 22, risk management. Risk management, because Sherlock's taking some risks this episode, but he's managing it.
1: Yeah, they're playing a board game.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you have to make sure all the pieces are off to the side in the right place so you can, yeah
1: manage it properly.
0: I bet Sherlock would be really good at Risk and I wouldn't have fun playing it
1: against him. <laughs> I have no idea how to play Risk.
0: I, all I know is that it's a strategy. I
1: don't care. How to play Risk. Do you No, I want I want to know absolutely nothing about it.
0: Well, here's no information about the actual game. Mm-hmm. It's a strategy game and my sister being 2 years older than me. Mm-hmm had the brains to play it when I didn't, mm-hmm. so it was always the thre- me, my dad, and my sister playing Risk, and me being a stupid idiot baby, basically, getting my ass handed to me, and then either Della or Dad winning.
1: It sounds like fun.
0: Yeah. It was great. Anyway, elementary. So last episode ended with a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and now this episode, we're climbing up off that cliff.
1: Or we're falling all the way down into the river of mystery. Mmm.
0: Mystery river. I like it. I think that's what we're doing. I don't think we're climbing. Yeah, no. So, last episode, the cliffhanger was, they got a little ring-a-ling on the phone, and it turned out to be Moriarty. What? What? So, this episode starts with their talking on the phone to Moriarty.
1: They've been talking on the phone for a whole week?
0: <laughs> no, this one starts the, the second the other one ends. Oh, dang. Yeah, you could watch these back to back, and it would be perfectly seamless. So Sherlock's like, so you're Moriarty, huh? Do you have any, like, identifying features you'd like to, you know, mention casually? Like, I don't even know your first name. <laughs> what is it? And Moriarty's like, oh, no, I'm not going to give myself away that easy.
1: Nice try.
0: Nice try. Um, and he's like, you probably pretty mad that I trolled you so hard that I got you to send that message to Sebastian Moran. Yeah, like, thanks for
1: delivering that.
0: Right. He's like, I bet you're, I bet you're mad, but I'm so smart. Um, but you know, manipulation's what I do. And Sherlock's like, don't you mean murder's what you do?
1: He's like, yeah, sometimes. (laughs) He's like, that's part of it. That's a hobby.
0: Come on. I'm very multifaceted. So this is where he explains that he is the spider of crime.
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm Ah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He has a big web, and he sits on it, and he feels every tingle of the whole web. You know what I mean? Yeah. Each little rung of the ladders of
1: his... Yeah, this is is the thing that that spiders do.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: They, you know... Spiders are crazy. Mm-hmm. They just poop out these webs, and and they they know like a lot of the web is is sticky, mm-hmm. but some places aren't. So you know, little spider guy can climb all over it.
0: They only touch the little non-sticky parts. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then you just sit on the web and and you feel when when flies fly into your trap,
0: <laughs>
1: and then you have a little dinner
0: catching thieves just like flies. Look oh. out. Here comes the spider of crime.
1: Although, it, it's it's funny because when I picture Moriarty, I actually picture him uh, constantly doing the fly thing where he rubs his hands together.
0: <laughs> 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 he totally does. So they're on the phone with this guy that, that Sherlock's been wanting to talk to for a long time. And he says, You're going to tell me about Irene? And Moriarty's like, Anyway, I want to hire you to solve a murder, and then I will pay you in information. So he's like, solve this person's murder, and I will tell you everything you want to know.
1: And like a 16-year-old doing their first internship, I will not pay you in money.
0: (laughs) I will pay you in exposure (laughs) to the truth. (laughs) So then we get our intro, and we get a full intro this this week. Feels like it's been weeks. It does. I think that's because it has been.
1: Yeah, well, it feels like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Either way, feels like it. So now, after the intro, we're still in the same, you know, basically the same spot. Sherlock has now logged on, and he's, um, he's looking up the guy. So the, the victim of the murder that Moriarty wants them to solve is a guy named Wallace Rourke.
1: He was murdered like three months ago. Oh. Yeah. I didn't
0: know I didn't mm-hmm. remember that. Yeah.
1: Cuz this is a, a a cold case. Well, a, a lukewarm case.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's not frozen.
0: This is a microwavable case.
1: <laughs> um, police were never able to to figure it out.
0: Mm-hmm. But he died in like an apparent mugging.
1: Mhm. Yeah, phone gone, wallet gone,
0: loose right.
1: change gone. Oh. Gold plated uh inglets of the shoelaces gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's some fancy shoes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Sherlock's like, alright, so this is the information about the case, blah blah blah, let's start solving it. And Joan is like, Can we just hold up? Moriarty just gave you a case and you're just like, okay, time to solve this case?
1: Yeah, can we talk about this phone call at all? Please, for a second.
0: And Sherlock's like, and his wallet was missing, and his phone was missing. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about it. But his reasoning for taking the case is that if he takes it, you know, Moriarty will call him with more info about the case or whatever. And every interaction they have with him is more information about him.
1: Mm -hmm. From this first info, we already know that Moriarty is between 40 and 45 years old, hails from Sussex. Mm -hmm. And a third thing that I already forgot about, because I'm not a detective. Mm -hmm.
0: And he's connected to Wallace Rourke was the third thing. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's like the least informative part of it, I think.
1: And he knows how to use a cell phone.
0: Right, right. Sherlock's like, I have deduced that this guy wants me to solve this case. (laughs) Like, good deduction.
1: You did it, bud.
0: You worked it out. So, Joan is like, okay, well, how do you know this isn't a trap? And Sherlock's like, because I'm alive. Like, if he had wanted to kill me, there are so many times he could have killed me.
1: He had plenty of chances. Back in London, he actually hired someone to kill me and then called it off. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, last episode, I was in the room uh, where a guy got sniped.
0: The laser was on him. Uh, Yeah,
1: I easily could have been shot, too. Yeah. Clearly, this guy doesn't want me dead.
0: No. So they go to the police station to start looking at their case and and, uh, learning more about it. And a guy comes in, and he's like, Hey, our captain wants to talk to you. Uh, He doesn't talk like that, but yes, he does.
1: (laughs) And Sherlock's like, I'll be right there. And he's like, Matthew. you,
0: (laughs) Watson. Mm -hmm. So Joan goes in to talk to the captain And the captain's like, so I have this buddy who got really rich from his invention You ever want to have all your passwords in one spot? Anyway, uh, he's really rich and he moved to Boca Raton And his daughter has now got a drug problem So they want a sober companion Joan? You do that You do that And she's like, no I don't But I will give you the name of some people who do
1: She's like, I'm kind of busy
0: being you know. a different
1: career. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and Joan actually has to go because Sherlock is ready to, you know, go to their next location to get some clues. So they go to Wallace Rourke's wife and they're like, "Okay, do you know Moriarty?" She's like, "No. Has your husband ever done any work with British people?" She's like, "There's one in my house right now."
1: <laughs>
0: they actually are like, "Is there has he done any work with English people?" British people, and she's like, he works in a garage. Um, there are some Dominican guys there. <laughs> and it's just such a like, Mom, can we buy some foreign businessmen? We have foreign businessmen at home. <laughs> 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 so he apparently was a pack rat. He had a lot of stuff left over. And so she still hasn't gotten rid of a lot of it. And they're like, Can we um, borrow some of his belongings? And as they're going through his stuff, Joan comes across a cell phone and she's like, wait a minute. I thought the police report said that the mugger took his phone and his wallet.
1: They did, but that was his new phone. This is his old phone. And about a week before he died, someone spilled coffee on it by accident.
0: A couple weeks, but yeah. So now they're back at the Brownstone and Sherlock has figured out that the Rourkes were actually not uh, doing well financially. Which is interesting because like Sebastian Moran is was like up to his eyeballs in money, and mr. beep mm-hmm. aka godlieb aka the the bekeeper he was doing well he had a lot of money too. and Sherlock's like, so maybe he wasn't working for Moriarty, or maybe he was, but he wasn't doing as important of a job, so he didn't get paid as much
1: i, I although i like I like Jones, apparently she's been watching Ozark. Because <laughs> her theory was maybe he's just good at hiding money. Maybe. Maybe he's maybe he's the money man.
0: How how good at money would it be to hide so much money that you're poor?
1: You just make it look like you're poor. Uh-huh. And, and he also could have been doing this without his wife's knowledge. And so he hid it so well that the wife didn't even know about it. Mm-hmm. So now it's just... You know, in a hole somewhere, <laughs> about as useful as uh, Jeff Bezos' horde of <laughs> dragon coins,
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, doing so good of a job hiding your money that it's it's just hidden, mm-hmm. literally just hidden. so Joan's looking at the autopsy report and she notices that Rourke wasn't moving or struggling when he was stabbed at all
1: because the the two major knife wounds that that killed him are nice. They're, they're smooth. They're mm-hmm. not uh, ragged or, or jagged edges like you would assume with uh, somebody moving around. You know, being like, oh, God, you just stabbed don't me. Don't stab me Please again. don't stab me. It
0: hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so Sherlock's like, you think he wasn't fighting back? And Joan's like, that. it just seems like he's, he was maybe stunned in fear or something.
1: Why was my first thought, oh, he was just sleeping? <laughs> yeah, he's just taking a little uh, power nap in a uh, New York alley
0: Yeah, he was tired
1: But then, Sherlock notices a bruising on the victim's neck
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: Which is consistent with a martial arts, uh, not karate chop mm-hmm. uh, That would essentially paralyze the victim
0: mm-hmm. It's like the um, Vulcan death grip, but, mm-hmm. but real so, yeah, that's an interesting development that that is an indication that it's not a random mugging because what mugger do you know is like Hoo-wah!
1: Well, listen, plenty <laughs> of people learn martial arts and then get down on their luck and have to mug people.
0: I guess, but if you also have a knife, you can just use the knife. <sighs> Yeah. Well, because really, if it was a mugging, it would have been a mugging gone right, because you could just paralyze a person, and rifle all their shit, and then run away. Right. You're
1: right. That's, ah, you're a detective.
0: That's the only part that's inconsistent uh-huh. with the mugging.
1: Right, because you would just karate chop, steal the stuff, and get going. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is a mugger, but also a serial killer.
0: hmm So they have to find some other people who have been stun-stabbed. <laughs> so, no... Now Sherlock is like, I require sustenance!
1: Which is just nice to see uh, Sherlock acknowledging his human bodily needs.
0: <laughs> He's like, Gotta refuel.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I need boost. Joan.
1: <laughs> I gotta gas up.
0: <laughs> so he goes to the kitchen, and Joan is like, <gasps> Sherlock's like, Out with it, Joan! Well, Joan
1: walks into the kitchen. And, and Sherlock still has his back to her. Mm-hmm. He can just sense her. <laughs> yeah, You're Like, what do you what do you want? Yeah, are you gonna just stand there all night not asking me a question or?
0: <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, what was she like, Irene?" Obviously, mean, obviously, obviously, obviously. And uh, Sherlock tells her, "So Irene was first of all an American." Which, interesting, an American in London. I wonder if she was also an American. A werewolf?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I totally stole that from you.
0: No, you had the same <laughs> thought. Great minds. So she was an amazing painter as well. And she was a restorer of, you know, Renaissance paintings and such.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, and... She was optimistic about the human condition, which Sherlock says as a compliment, actually. Which normally would be an insult to him. Because he's a smart cynical man. Yeah. He's getting, you know, sentimental about her. He says, you know, as far as I'm concerned, she was the woman. She eclipsed the whole of her sex. And speaking of sex <laughs> And Joan is like, shut do, yeah, they don't have to I don't need to hear this. Yeah. Sherlock's like, I learned things. Okay I Me Sherlock Austin learned. learned things What <laughs> I don't know Okay so So anyway back to looking at the evidence Sherlock finds in all of the belongings A return label Or a, a shipping label That came with Rourke's new phone And Joan is like Okay so It's from this place in New York City What? What about it? And Sherlock's like, well, phone companies send stuff out in upstate New York, not in New York City. So, we gotta go talk to some people. Because that means that Rourke was sent a phone by, not his phone carrier, but someone else.
1: Which means somebody else could have been stalking him, Ah, following him.
0: Tailing him. Putting a tail on him.
1: Like a monkey.
0: Like a monkey. Or like a sexy anthropomorphic fox. (laughs) Just just a random example that comes to mind. Anyway, so, so our dynamic duo go to a security firm. And they talk to the heads of the security firm, which is this husband and wife pair. And they're like, so we know that somebody from your company sent this guy, Wallace Rourke, a fake phone for him to use. And so was it what was up it, was with that why did you do that and who did it and why and how and when and where and they had shown this this couple the picture of Wallace Rourke and they were like oh my, honey do you recognize him i don't recognize him no no, no never seen him before in my life and then they tell them all about the evidence of you know the new phone and everything
1: there's a slight little connection that they don't show us. They, they, like, explain it in, like, a sentence. The return address was this warehouse, like, next to the security firm or, like, on the same street. Yeah. So they clearly went there and asked who ordered it, and someone there told them about the security firm.
0: Right. Okay, so, yes. So they're like, okay,
1: yes, you got us. Right. But we were hired to look at this guy, and we only did for a couple of days— and we decided that he he didn't do the thing that our client thought he did. So we stopped looking at him.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hmm, okay. Well, so now Joan is like, okay, so the next thing, now we got to chase this new, you know, this client lead. Who is this client? And Sherlock's like, yeah, I think I know this guy's name. I think it's Mr. Fart in your hand. <laughs>
1: No, that's not what he said. No. He said, the client is clearly, uh, f- his name is first name made and last name Up. It's made Up.
0: Mr. Up was my father. Call me Maid.
1: <laughs> Which means, clearly, Sherlock does not listen to rap music. Because if he did, he would say, last name Up, first name made.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because that's the clever way to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm glad he did it the other way, though, so I didn't have to... Pay too much attention to do the math of... Yeah.
1: But then it could have been like, last name up, first name made. We're gonna find out who got paid. <laughs> and then I'll think about Irene and all the times I got laid.
0: Ugh. I guess that is what rap music is nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's all about money and sex.
1: Sometimes sex with money.
0: You ever a uh, fuck a roll of quarters? No. <laughs> uh... <laughs> what? What? Where hey, it- how, how about
1: we change the subject?
0: Maybe those European coins that have the little cer- square cut out in the middle of it? Mmm. Mmm, that's got just enough room. <laughs>
1: Perfect for my square penis. Mmm,
0: your USB, your ultra-small penis. The callback joke. Previous episode. So, let's change the subject.
1: If you're going to use my joke and not give me credit, I'm going to bill you for it. No,
0: it's... Oh... so they're back at the brownstone Sherlock is reading the book that the um, husband wrote because it's you know about security friend or foe if your gut says you're in danger you are
1: wow thank you yeah I mean that's also like human instinct I didn't need you to put that in a book sir yeah yeah what, what a great fucking tip that is Hey, your human body that was designed uh, to protect you and keep you alive, listen to it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there are times where it's, you know, it's not true. Like when you feel scared on a roller coaster. You're fine.
1: Uh, People have been decapitated on roller coasters.
0: Next subject. So, Sherlock is like, this book is practically a confession that he, this guy killed Rourke. How is that possible?
1: This book was written years ago.
0: It's a pre-confession.
1: But how is that possible? The murder just uh, just happened a few months ago. What, he was just like, I'm gonna find a random guy in an alley and kill him?
0: I don't know. But no. Because there is a connection. Possibly. Probably. Because husband, his name is Darren Sutter, husband's sister was murdered in your house. And Darren came home and saw her laying there and saw the killer running away. And, you know, he became obsessed with getting justice for his sister because the police never found the guy. You know, even though he was able to give them, like, a really good sketch. Yeah,
1: because he got there just as the guy was leaving. So we saw him. Mm-hmm. And the sketch that the, the, the you know, police drew looks like our victim. Wallace Rourke. 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, a slightly younger version.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, the sister was killed in Connecticut, and Wallace Rourke was in Connecticut when he got out of the army, and he had been convicted for a and e So he was in the army because um, a judge made him either go in the military or go to prison.
1: Which makes absolutely no sense to me why that is a thing that a judge can do. Hey, uh, I know you committed a crime, um, but instead of going to jail, how about we give you a weapon?
0: Yeah, it's more of like you get to choose if you're um, a human sacrifice or a slave. Mm. But it is kind of messed up the power that you get in the military. if Giving a big gun to a person, not a good punishment.
1: What if we just disbanded all militaries and everyone just got along?
0: That would be great. Next question.
1: It's going to happen. I've seen a rival.
0: <laughs> Is that set in the future?
1: Um, well, it's complicated.
0: <laughs> we, can't, we don't have the time to get into that. It sounds complicated because you said it was complicated. So Sherlock has developed a theory. A theory.
1: Oh, sounds like, he's upset?
0: <laughs> a teary in his eye. Because now that they have found that this guy Sutter, Darren Sutter, was the killer of Wallace Rourke. You know, he's the head of a big security company. Maybe Moriarty hired Sherlock to find Sutter as the killer so that his security company would go down. And, you know, that would leave some insecurity in the world (laughs) that Moriarty could exploit to um, perhaps off some people or something. Hmm. So he's like, I'm gonna talk to, I'm gonna talk to him, in to h- Sutter, to Sutter, in private. And Joan's like in private. And Sherlock's like, Well, if it makes you feel any better, he's not bringing his wife either.
1: <laughs> and Joan does give a little smirk at this.
0: <laughs> it's just confirmation that they're work husband and work wife.
1: Yeah, <laughs> work husband and work wife.
0: Work husband and work wife. <laughs> so Sherlock meets. Darren Sutter, in the park. And he's like... Can Which you-? is
1: anything but private. But yeah,
0: very weird. <laughs> he's like, can you T-pose for me, please? And he's got, a, you know, one of those wands that makes that sound.
1: It's like a tiny metal detector. Oh, yeah. It's not... Maybe I, I just didn't see it properly, but it didn't look like like one of those wands TSA uses. No, it's... It it's, looked like, like in his hand.
0: It's handheld. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and... Darren Sutter, like the security expert that he is, goes, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Sherlock's like, I'm sweeping for bugs. Now it's your turn to sweep me. I don't have any bugs on me either, except for my lice. (laughs) But they gave me special shampoo, so we're fine. (laughs) So now as soon as they finish the bug sweeping, Sherlock's like, all right, great. So now that nobody's listening to us, are you like loving life now that you killed that guy? (laughs) And Sutter's like, okay, goodbye. I'm not doing this. Wait, 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 wait. I like it. I like that you killed him. It's good.
1: And I like that he he, he doesn't explain his situation, but he basically says, I'm not asking as an investigator. I'm asking as somebody who has also been hurt Mm -hmm. and has thought about revenge.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he also mentions that when he was in sutter's office he saw the the pictures of of sutter and and since those pictures have been taken uh sutter has lost the bags under his eyes has lost weight Mm -hmm. um you know so it clearly seems like whatever was uh, bothering him was plaguing him Mm -hmm. is no longer
0: seems like he's no longer experiencing botherations and Sutter's like, I just drink a lot of water. That's why my skin is so clear.
1: <laughs> I saw it today on Reddit. It was a text that was like, um, hey, quick, do me a favor and, and chug a glass of water. It's for a TikTok. <laughs> and she doesn't. goes, okay, now what? He goes, oh, nothing. I just... I knew your body was craving water.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Yeah. And she's even like, can I do something else? And he's like, no, it has to be it water. It has to be water. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Friendship <Same>. goals.
0: <laughs> so Sherlock's like, you have to give us your client list.
1: Right. Because he shares the theory about Moriarty or somebody wanting you out of the way mm-hmm. to get to one of your clients. Mm-hmm. So just tell me who all your clients are and yeah. we can figure it out.
0: And Sutter's like, that's not really something we do, so goodbye. And Sherlock's like, oh, you want proof that I'm legit, and I'm not just trying to snoop in your client list. Um, bug sweep bug sweep your house.
1: And he's like, we do. I work in security. Yeah. I, I sweep for bugs in the office in my house regularly.
0: Every Tuesday and Friday at 4 p.m., <laughs> like it says on the sign outside of my house. And Sherlock's like... If you do it regularly, you do it at the same time. Somebody could have put them there, taken them out, whatever. Like, do them today. So
1: do it right now. Off
0: schedule and get back to me. So now we cut to Joan. Um, Because earlier, when she was talking to Sherlock about um, something about the case, they were working on the case, she got another text being like, Are you sure you don't want to be a sober companion for this girl?
1: Yeah, my rich friend just texted
0: me again. Mm -hmm. And so she goes to talk to Captain in his office. And she's like...
1: Do you think I'm a really shitty detective? Do you hate me? <laughs>
0: you think I smell bad? Are you trying to get rid of me? And Captain's like, no, no, of course not. You're a great detective. I'm you know, we like to have you around. You look like Lucy Liu. <laughs> Makes it feel like this police station is um the the law office from Ally McBeal. A- anyway. <laughs> this is the show she was on. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but he says the reason that he's trying to get Joan to not work with Sherlock anymore, basically. Or he's trying to he's trying to push her in that direction is because Sherlock is dangerous to be around, but he's so special, you know, he, he's never in danger, but everyone around him is.
1: I I like the metaphor he uses. He says like people like Sherlock can like walk between raindrops Mm -hmm. when the rest of us get wet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that is really how it seems. And Joan is like, okay, well, you're also out in the rain. Like, you're near him, too. And the captain's like, yeah, but I'm a police captain.
1: He's like, I got a strap on me. Joan is like, you think
0: you're the only one with on the strap? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she does She does bring up the fact that maybe it's sexism mm-hmm. that the captain thinks this. And he's like, you live inside of his house. No one is closer to him than you. Mm-hmm. Like, come on.
1: I'm also worried about Martin Freeman. <laughs>
0: In the other version? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm worried about all Watsons across all timelines.
0: Yes. Joan. And, you know, Joan is like, but he needs me. And Captain's like, he needs someone. He's so self-absorbed, I don't even know if he knows that you're in danger. So anyway, this conversation gets cut short because someone comes in and is like, hey, so Darren Sutter is here. It's Belle. Belle? It is Belle? Yeah. Belle again gets short. Screen time, but he gets to talk this this episode. Like, in this scene right now.
1: <laughs> we get to, to see the front of his face as he talks. He still talked in the other episode. He was just in the interrogation room.
0: Did we hear what he said? <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay, we get to see the front of his face. <laughs> and he says, yeah, Darren Sutter is here to confess to the murder of Wallace Rourke.
1: Huh?
0: Huh? Okay. So... Sherlock and Joan are talking in the little observation room attached to the interrogation room. And Sutter is just like, yeah, so I noticed him when our... our Company was doing a blah, 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 and I just, you know, then I decided to kill him, and I went up to him, I did my karate chop, <laughs> and um, Sherlock's like, you know, he must have found the bugs in his house and known that somebody was after him.
1: Did we ever mention that Sutton is, like, a martial arts expert and has, like, a black belt oh, in his yeah. office?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we didn't, but yeah. he does have that.
1: And, and, and that is why Sherlock was like, this client is totally made up, and it was Sutton that killed him.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because it's like the technique. Yeah. The technique that he is an expert in is the one that has the stunning blow.
1: <laughs> stunning strike.
0: Stunning strike. Finish him. <laughs> so there's the case wrapped up. You know, his husband did it. Wonderful. We did we it. We got him.
1: Sherlock got the guy. He, I, he's going to jail. He should get his answers from Moriarty now.
0: Mm-hmm. So they're waiting at the brownstone. And Sherlock is kicking a soccer ball into the wall. A oh,
1: football.
0: Okay, but if you say that When he kicks
1: not. a football, it's a football.
0: His, a- his foot turns it round. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah, if you kick a ball, the momentum is going to turn the ball round and, and, and spin. No!
0: <laughs> this is just like when I asked you to make me a sandwich. Poof, you're a sandwich. Oh, I'm still so hungry. So anyway, they're waiting by the phone. And Sherlock is like, hey, why were you talking to Gregson earlier?
1: He he was like, why when I came in to hear Sudden uh, confess... Why were you already there?
0: Why were you already there? did it have anything to do with your mysterious conversation that you had with him earlier.
1: Or were these two separate mysterious conversations?
0: You got two surprise parties you're planning for me, John? What
1: Sherlock is really saying is,
0: I thought I was your friend.
1: Why do you have other friends? Why are
0: you keeping a secret from me? (laughs) I want to know. And then the phone rings. So no time to discuss these secret conversations. Because it is a surprise party for Marcus and a surprise party for Sherlock.
1: Now, what I find interesting is Moriarty doesn't call um, about all of this until it is announced on the news. Because that's what they're doing in the brownstone, watching a a news section, talking about sudden confessing. Mm. And then they get the phone call. So, what that tells me is that Moriarty doesn't have anyone in uh, the police office to to let him in on little secrets.
0: So, we know that it's not Captain Gregson. Dude,
1: what if Or... What if... Bell is Moriarty.
0: Bro, what if Bell is Moriarty? What if, it, what if Bell is Moriarty, a secret love. I a forbidden love.
1: Want to look up what else Marcus bell has been in and just watch some of his stuff. Yeah. The same way we we've watched uh, some other Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to do a little uh, uh Bell hop. <laughs> you know, hopping from one TV show from to one another. Bell, yeah, yeah. From one bell yeah. to another.
0: Yeah. And then we could also watch Charlie's Angels.
1: Mm-hmm. I love uh, Drew Barrymore mm-hmm.
0: Hey Beyonce um, Who plays the Deuteronomist in this No, Deuteragonist Hey Beyonce who plays the Second lead character in this show Lucy. Thank you So they get a call from Moriarty And they're like hey we did it And he's like no you didn't You stupid idiots You didn't do it It's not done What? I hate you now. Click. (laughs) No, he's like, yeah, great, you found Darren Sutter. You didn't find Leah you didn't find his sister's killer. And I'm just
1: shouting at the TV, that wasn't part of the deal. The deal was find the murderer of Wallace. Which they did.
0: Well, that's the thing. Is not completely.
1: They found
0: the person
1: responsible for chopping and stabbing Wallace. Right. So there's more to the puzzle that we have to figure out before we get the answers?
0: Oh, yes, there is. Sounds
1: dumb, but okay.
0: Well, you know, there's still like 15 minutes left in the episode, so can't that can't be it.
1: I would just watch Joan and... Sherlock on a swing set. Me too.
0: For 15 minutes. Yes. Sherlock being like, this is good for the immune system. (laughs)
1: Did you see the little comic that was a a hedgehog on a swing set? And he was like, push me. And his little sloth friend walked away. And the hedgehog was like, aww. And then the sloth came back wearing a suit of armor. (laughs) He was like, okay,
0: I'm ready. (laughs) That's cute. That was so cute.
1: (laughs) Sherlock is the hedgehog.
0: Because he likes to wear armor.
1: No, the sloth was No, he's down. the
0: Sherlock. Sherlock is the hedgehog.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it's hard to get close to him. <laughs> and he can be a bit of a prick. <laughs> but I know he's hedged my bets on him. And he's got a massive hog.
0: Anyway. hedge <laughs> your bets means. So Moriarty says, Rourke didn't kill the sister. He was doing off-book work in Saudi Arabia at the time.
1: What?
0: So you're not done solving this mystery. Click.
1: We got an alibi. Mm-hmm.
0: So they have to go back to investigating. But also, Joan's sleepy. She, she's asleep on the living room couch. And <laughs> she wakes up to Sherlock clicking a lamp on and off, just facing directly on her at her face. And, he, and she wakes up and he goes, Oh, good, you're up. <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> and... She has had 107 minutes of sleep, which is exactly enough time to cycle through REM and non-REM sleep. So it's time to get to work.
1: Honestly, very considerate of Sherlock. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to let you uh, factory reset, clear your brain, get just enough sleep so that you're good to go.
0: Like You can sleep for the night for two hours. (laughs) So Sherlock has been looking into Wallace Rourke's alibi and everything. And, you know, his mail got sent to Connecticut when he left the army, but he never spent any money there he doesn't have any you know credit card records or or anything and he got immunized um before he left kuwait for like more middle eastern immunizations and this one extra special one that you only need to go to saudi arabia and he got $30,000 for who knows what deposited in it, in his account in 1991
1: it was it was for saudi arabia's
0: <laughs> the shot. Yeah, getting <laughs> me nice to get study remedies. <laughs> uh, yes. Another important fact about this scene is that Sherlock is wearing a little sweater. It's red and white and black striped.
1: Lots of stripes. Mm-hmm. Lots of different size stripes. Mm-hmm. I actually did notice that.
0: It's a cute. It's like a shirt. It's like a sweater shirt.
1: Yeah, it's like a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. Although my first thought was the best time to wear a striped sweater is all.
0: And there's one last detail in the evidence Which is that there were fingerprints on the doorframe Of the sister's apartment that were never identified And, you know, they always thought it was the killers But it doesn't match Wallace Rourke's, so Could have just been a delivery boy Could have been anything Like a pizza boy Mm -hmm. I got a pizza here with extra sausage And I'm not good at doing the porn beat But anyway Um, You get the idea. Yeah, I got it. There's a hole in the pizza. So altogether, these are facts that support the theory that this guy was in Saudi Arabia, but it doesn't prove that he was. And it also doesn't prove that he wasn't. So it's just frustrating. And Sherlock explains all this to Joan. So Sutter might have killed just a random guy who just looked like the guy who killed his sister and wasn't actually him. But like, but how? He was, you know, he was so sure, it was seared into his memory, this guy that killed his sister. And Joan's like, well, you know, it's been 20 years, memories change, memories, you know, and Sherlock is like, not the person that killed someone you love. And he's got this big vein in his head, and it's just like, you know what he's thinking about. Yeah. Those beans. (laughs) (laughs) No, Moriarty. He's thinking about Moriarty and Irene, obviously. And then he's like, my mouth tastes bad. So he goes upstairs to brush his teeth because if you don't sleep through the night and you just stay up, you still get morning breath. Mm-hmm. You still get morning mouth. It's strange, but true.
1: Yeah, well, it'd be strange or I think if the opposite happened. If like what happens when you sleep that does that?
0: Well, you're it's like it's like standing water in there. Mm. You're not moving the you're not moving air in and out of your mouth and
1: Well, I am because I'm a mouth breather, but
0: <laughs> Right non disgusting people. Hey <laughs> Just kidding. Mouth breathers are valid, um when you're asleep. So Joan joins him in the bathroom and he's like, Oh, are you pissing and shitting? Do you have to use the bathroom? I'll just if you i I'll just look away. As long as you didn't have asparagus last night.
1: Sherlock just gets so weird <laughs> when when he gets testy.
0: Yeah, yeah. He the filter that tells him normal people don't say this is even weaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Joan is just Joan. Just wants to talk to him. She's like, you know, why do you think Moriarty's doing all of this? Like, just to fuck with you. Mm. And Sherlock's like, I don't know. And Joan says, Well, are you scared? And Sherlock says, No. You know, he's he's demonstrated he's not going to kill me.
1: He'll, he also says um, <laughs> he he posts on R. I am a badass and goes, I don't find fear useful. <laughs> Fear is not a good filter to see things through, so I don't fear.
0: I don't fear things, right?
1: Yeah, right. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh
0: huh.
1: But but you're right. He you know he says that that you know plenty of chances to kill him. Moriarty's never taken it. He probably does not want to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And Joan is like, yeah, well maybe there are other ways to hurt you than by hurting you. Me? I'm talking about me. Me? I don't want to get hurt. You dumbass.
0: Yeah. And Sherlock's like, Joan, I promise you right now, nothing bad will ever happen to you.
1: Joe's like, you can't make that promise.
0: He's like, watch me. I just did. I just did it. So.
1: (laughs) So no, no, boo boo.
0: So there, Joan. But he he looks very serious when he says it, you know. So he's like, okay, we need a plan going forward in the investigation. We need to figure out who set Darren Sutter up to kill Rourke. We need to get through. We need to look through their client files. We have to convince them to let us do that. So I'm going to talk to Darren and you'll talk to the wife. And then Joan leaves and um, Sherlock goes to spit his toothpaste out. And I noticed that his shirt is very big and it's kind of like tent shape. He kind of looks like, I know he ate a cheese. <laughs> it just makes him look kind of small and cute. Anyway, it's not important. So Sherlock goes to the jail to ask Darren the the quintessential murder mystery question. Qui bono? Cui bene? Who benefits? Right. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. No.
1: Were you speaking French and asking Latin. me Latin? Oh, yeah. Let me go ahead and look through my wealth of Latin knowledge.
0: Everybody knows kui bene, cui bono." No, I don't know. I don't remember where I heard that.
1: But anyway, the only Benny I know is from In the Heights. Is he Kui? No. He's normal. He's Puerto Rican.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Darren is like, well, um, here's the thing. I didn't fuck up and I killed the right guy so go away thanks for coming and visiting me leave so that was not super helpful not at all no and Joan is talking to the wife and she plays the voice recording of Moriarty and she's like do you recognize this voice and the wife is like nope sorry and also I don't think that he killed the wrong person and I think it's great that he killed Rourke because he was very sure and he wouldn't mess something up like that But the best part about all of this is that he got closure.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. She says, you know, his life is in split into two parts before his sister's murder and, and after, Mm -hmm. and, and everything that has happened after is because of what happens. Yeah. And, and he's, he's finally gotten the closure that he has sought for 20 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, am I sad that he's in jail? No. (laughs) <laughs> so joan goes back to the brownstone and sherlock is already there and he's sitting crisscross applesauce on the table in um one of their living rooms and there's a big big blackboard with all their you know suspects of who could be messing with o'rourke i mean who could be messing with Sutter?
1: it, it was also mostly stuff that they got from bell's file mm-hmm. when the guy came in and confessed because remember they i mean they don't have any other Real evidence. They don't have access to fucking anything.
0: Right, right. He's like, so I've been looking at this and, um, crash. And he just knocks it over because he's got no answers. He's not made any progress.
1: Frustrated.
0: Yeah, and he's like, you gotta for- forgive me. Um, this is very stressful for obvious reasons. And joan's like, okay, why don't you get some food? Is that what she said? I think so. Yeah, she's like. So Joan is like, okay, why don't you get some food and I'll clean up? Because, you know, Sherlock, is it's not just a case to Sherlock. He cannot fail or he won't know the only thing he's wanted to know for two years. Mm-hmm. So Joan goes to clean up. And as she is putting stuff back on the evidence board, she picks up a picture that's of the couple of Darren and his wife, whose name we haven't said on the podcast yet and whose name I don't remember. <laughs> so she looks at it and she's pondering. She's, she's thinking about it. She's thunking. So then she goes to Sherlock because she has a theory. And she's like, you know, I was thinking and I feel really bad about all this Moriarty stuff. I wish I could fix it for you. And Sherlock's like, yeah, well, you can't, Joan. And Joan's like, shut up. I'm doing a bit. I'm doing a thing. Mm -hmm. Shut (laughs) up. (laughs) She's like, what if somebody who is in a very similar predicament to you did get their problem fixed, was able to do the thing that you want to do? What if the person that pointed Sutter at Rourke wasn't somebody who wanted to take him down, but someone who wanted to take him up? What? You lift me up. Yeah. And she puts the picture of the couple down. Because, you know, since he killed that guy, Darren's lost the puffiness in his eyes. He's lost all that weight. He's a lot less depressed. He probably looks better.
1: Probably looks better. (laughs)
0: Probably. (laughs) Probably. That's probably the reason.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Wifey was tired of not getting laid. Mm-hmm.
0: So Joan and Sherlock and Belle and Captain go to the security office again to talk to the wife. And they do a little um, at-home parlor room reveal to her. So they start with, the wife had said that she met Darren at a candlelight vigil for his sister. But that's not true. She and Darren had been having an affair but she was married, so she couldn't say that she knew him before his sister died. And the, you remember the fingerprints on the door frame that are unidentified?
1: Mm-hmm. From the delivery pizza
0: boy? Delivery pizza boy. Turns out, Mrs. Sutter was moonlighting as a delivery pizza girl.
1: Oh! They're
0: her fingerprints on the door. They figure out that Darren wasn't the one that came across the body and saw the murderer leaving. It was Mrs. Sutter. But because they were having an affair, she wouldn't be able to explain her presence in the apartment. They made Darren, you know, the official witness and fooled everybody for a long time.
1: Which means Darren doesn't actually know what the killer looks like and is just basing this off of what his then-mistress, now-wife, told him she saw.
0: Right. And they even say to the wife, Rourke is not the guy. His alibi is good. We were able to check it. So... The wife
1: explains. But the 20-year anniversary of uh, the sister dying, and and he had been doing okay, mm-hmm. but around the 20-year anniversary, he started to get wicked depressed about it. Um, and his wife could not see him like this, so wanted to do anything she could to help.
0: And he had become suicidal. Right. And so she was like, you know, this is life or death now. And so she chose, instead of Darren's death, someone else's. Oh, uh-huh. She's like, Rock looks a lot like the police sketch. I'm going to tell my husband it was him. Yeah. And he can kill that guy and feel real good for himself.
1: So romantic.
0: Just the, yeah, just bringing home a nice man for your husband to kill.
1: Yeah, she's, she's like, <laughs> she's like I, it was a matter of life and death. And Belle's like, that's what we have 72-hour psychiatric holds for.
0: Yeah, like that was not, killing this dude was not the only way to stop Darren from being suicidal.
1: Yeah. Like, su- sweet motive, still murder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Debatable whether or not psych holds are the best thing, but they are a thing. S-
1: certainly better than murdering a stranger.
0: Certainly better than murdering a stranger. Yeah, because she was like, well, if the, the the choice, you know, I feel bad for Mrs. Rourke, but if the choice was between him and my husband, the choice was easy. And it's just like, the, that wasn't the choice, though? <laughs> the, it wasn't. Like, you made that.
1: No, what I'm curious about all of this... Is how the fuck does Moriarty know?
0: You know, that's a great. Oh, because he bugged the house,
1: right? He probably he bugged he the probably security bugged, guys, bu- He probably bugged, hoping to get info on some clients, and then yeah, got this as a little added bonus.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because otherwise.
1: And then the other question is, why the fuck does Moriarty care? That I, I think. Then I don't remember if Joan or Sherlock says it, but but they're right. It's probably more of a warning. For Sherlock, like, look what happens when you try to seek revenge.
0: Oh, yeah. Sherlock thinks that that's why Moriarty sent them the case. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is what you look like, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so now the case is solved. The mystery of the week is solved. But it's time to advance the overarching case, the big long one.
1: Real quick, because it's a, it's a super quick scene. It doesn't really have any effect on what happens in the rest of the episode. But he, he does... Sherlock goes to visit Sutton in prison To be like, hey, just so you know This is what happened And Sutton's like, well, fuck you, dude You couldn't have given me one more night Of thinking I killed the right person
0: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fucked up uh, but, but the whole situation is fucked up But
1: also, would it have been any better tomorrow?
0: Also, people get over their sister's deaths all the time Yeah And they don't murder So, anyway It seems like
1: people need to stop blaming others For their problems yeah. And uh, kind of take some personal responsibility.
0: I mean, like, the sister can blame the intruder for her problem well, of not being Well, the sister can't
1: blame anyone for anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Sherlock gets a call from Moriarty after that visit. And Moriarty says th- something that I think is, like, kind of laughable as his proposition. He's like, listen, I can either give you all the answers that you've been waiting for for two years, or give you nothing but... You'll never hear from me again about anything.
1: Hmm. And
0: Sherlock's like, "Hmm, hmm let me think." Answers.
1: Yeah, because it's not even like I'll leave you alone and never talk to you again, or I'll give you these answers, but you have to work for me for the next two years. Yeah, it's literally just
0: I'll give you the answers, and then I'll you'll know that I know you exist. Yeah, yeah. And Sherlock is like, "I would like to open the can of worms, please." <laughs>
1: So he he gets into a taxi and Joan calls him and says, "How is the prison?" He's like, "Good." He's like, "Have you heard from Moriarty yet?" He's like, "Nope, not yet." Um, so I'm hopping into a cab and I'll be at the brownstone soon. Mm-hmm. See ya! But we know that he's actually going to the address that
0: Moriarty just texted him. Mm-hmm. He says, "Cab driver, I'd like to go to sixty nine sixty nine, not the brownstone Ave, please." <laughs> So yeah. he
1: shows up at 6969, not the Brownstone Ave.
0: Mm-hmm. And so does Joan. And so does Joan? She's like, What do you think's in there? And he's like, <laughs> Joan. And she's like, You told me in this episode <laughs> that using someone's cell phone is the best way to tell them in the modern age. Of course, I cloned the phone that Moriarty used to call you. Because I knew as soon as you were like, Joan, I promise nothing will ever happen to you, dangerous or bad. That you were going to try and pull this, you are going to lie to me and pr- try to protect me by leaving me out of this.
1: I know you're a smart man, but you also do stupid fucking things.
0: Especially when it comes to Moriarty, he does stupid Moriarty things all the time. <laughs> and so Sherlock is like, "Joan, this is dangerous. Like, I did, I lied to protect you." And she's like, "I didn't ask to be protected. I agreed to be your partner, and you know, being." In this is part of being your partner. And Sherlock's like, oh, you love the danger. You think it's fun to almost, to potentially get killed. And Joan is like, I need to actually be doing this so that I know that I'm not just like playing pretend at being a detective. And he's like, this case is personal. And she's like, well, I've been with you every step of the way. It's personal for me too now. And
1: I mean, she says, I've been with you every step of the way over like these last two weeks dealing with this case. But Joan, you've been... You've been with him every step of the way for the last 22 episodes.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: it's not... Come on. We know it's not this case right. that you really care about. And
0: we know he's been affected by the mystery of what Moriarty did to Irene. Yeah, and, and,
1: and, like, this is not the first time we've talked about Irene. Like, back right. in episode whatever with the actor friend pretending to be Sherlock's dad. Like, that is when Irene first came up. So, like... Right. Him struggling with the, the loss of irene is a, a big fucking thing i mean it's the one super personal thing that joan has been able to to witness about him mm-hmm. since their time together
0: right because she insists on not witnessing any of the sex stuff
1: <laughs> she's allowed to she has permission
0: probably so this fungin scene is so dramatic and so good 6969 not the brownstone ave is a big house with Just some
1: giant estate mm-hmm. huge iron rod gates
0: and they open the door no problem and they walk into the big house and it's empty and eerie and they're kind of wandering around trying to find stuff
1: yeah it definitely does not look lived in there's debris there's places. a mattress
0: on the floor in one of the rooms with like a blanket on it but it's like on the floor You know, it's not...
1: So what, does like a 21-year-old college guy live here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's what Moriarty is.
1: (laughs) There's a mattress and a mini-fridge.
0: Yep. He's a communications major. Um, So they're walking. Joan is about to go upstairs, and um, Sherlock hears some orchestral music coming from this other door. And they walk to it, and he opens the door, and it's like this sunroom. It's like mostly outside... And there's all these paintings around. He's really...
1: Looking pretty Moriarty.
0: Whatever secret Moriarty is keeping has got to do with art. Because there's art there. And so they're walking around. Sherlock is looking at each of these paintings. And each one he gets more and more emotional. And, I mean, this is a phenomenal acting from Johnny Lee Miller. And he's walking slowly. And he comes around one of the, the paintings and sees a woman holding an easel painting and she's blonde and he just collapses. And as he's walking up, his like lip is quivering. Mm-hmm. He's getting more and more like, Holy fuck.
1: It's so good. It's
0: so good. And finally he just like points and he's, his face is so it's watch the episode. It's so good. And he, he just whispers, Irene. And then is like, Sherlock. And then he says, like, normal volume, like, Irene. And she whips her head around.
1: And it's Natalie Dormer. It's
0: Natalie Dormer. And he just keeps going, Irene. And And it's Irene. Irene, And she's alive. She's alive. And she's Natalie Dormer. So you know she's going to be in more than one episode. And then the fucking episode ends. Yes. Another big cliffhanger. Again. God damn it. Natalie Dormer, though. Irene.
1: She's been a cast member this whole time, but just showed up now. Been pretty Natalie Dormant.
0: Bo. <laughs> so that's the episode. What an episode it was.
1: I would say Moriarty delivered information about what happened to Irene.
0: That's a good amount of information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's still some things missing, but um, I would say, yeah, it's a lot of... So we're in for an exciting episode next week.
1: Oh boy! I hope so. Get Ho- some more answers.
0: Hopefully, get some more ERT answers.
1: Yeah, that was bad.
0: I hope that um, Irene is in the next episode too. Yeah.
1: No, it's gonna be just like a little filler episode, like a little Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> like Sherlock Holmes will be will return next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is our alternate universe version where it's Christmas time in eighteen hundred. <laughs> I so badly want to see that.
1: I would fucking love that.
0: Well, there's always our imagination, where the, the show ends with Marcus singing a Christmas song. <laughs> but no, next week is, um, if all goes to plan, we are going to be talking about Natalie Dormer with a Natalie Dormer expert, so to speak, by which I mean a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Semperbunny, friend of the show, will be on. Uh, next week. Well, that's our episode. We did not ne- get any questions this week, but um, I would imagine you might have something to say about Natalie Dormer. So if you have any thoughts about that woman or anyone else, you can um, send it to us at Cast on Twitter, or you can um, spark up a conversation in our Discord, which is our pinned tweet. I'm Val Flight Cub. You could find me at B on Twitter. Uh, the second B stands for Irene.
1: And I'm Alec. You can find me... Probably, if you look hard enough
0: You gotta be here somewhere (laughs) I just saw you Thank you to um, Noah Geist at Owl Dude for our intro song Summer Geist for our pod art at Stellar Ghost And thank you to Noisespace.xyz The home of this podcast, other podcasts Such as Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die City Girls Make Do, And multiple other ones
1: And thanks to viewers like you Not you But viewers like you.
0: (laughs) With that, this marble will keep on rolling. Golo. (laughs) Yogo, you only goodbye once. That's not true. Bye.